0: Hello and welcome to Couple Next Door from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors.
1: CBS Radio brings you The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch, and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunt. Honey, is that you? Oh...
2: Yes, I'm sorry, oh. darling. I, I didn't mean to wake you.
1: Oh, no, that's okay. What's the matter? the baby cry? No,
2: no, no. I just couldn't
1: sleep. Oh, well, look, don't wander around in the dark. When you get back in bed, you catch cold. Mm. In fact, maybe you better close the window a little bit as long as you're up. Quite a breeze coming in
2: there. All oh. right. Just upset about Aunt Effie.
1: Aunt Effie? What are you upset about? She hooked the guy, didn't she? <laughs> you were upset she wouldn't get him.
2: Exactly two weeks since she eloped with Mr. Whittaker, and she hasn't even
1: written. Oh.
2: Just that brief, unsatisfactory phone call, New Year's Eve, oh. when the connection was so bad.
1: Uh, look, when people are on their honeymoon, they they don't feel like writing letters. No, Besides, no. If they're in Mexico City, probably touring around, seeing the sights. What are you upset about?
2: Well, we've been so close to Aunt Effie. here. We all take a trip to Europe together. We've been practically living here with us for a year. And then to keep the whole thing a secret from us, I mean... From us. You know, she tells Betsy, but not us.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I don't know how Betsy ever kept it a secret. Well,
2: what I don't understand is why Aunt Effie kept it a secret at all. What was the point? You know, she could have had a nice wedding... And a nice reception. I told her I'd love to do it for if Mr. Whittaker ever really proposed.
1: Yeah, well, Aunt Effie probably didn't want all the fuss and bother. Since Mr. Whittaker did pop the question, Aunt Effie probably figured she'd better grab him before he changes his mind.
2: <laughs> oh, really? Why do you always act as though it's women who run after men? Well, isn't mm-hmm.
1: it? I mean, you chased me.
2: Oh.
1: Plus, I slowed down so you could catch me. <laughs> Ella, stop worrying about Aunt Effie. Well, will I you?
2: am worried, dear. I just think there's something peculiar about the fact that Aunt Effie eloped without saying a word to us. I just wish she'd write.
1: Yeah, well, maybe you'll get a letter today.
2: I hope
0: so. You told popped up, Mommy. Mommy!
1: Your toast popped up Oh,
0: oh, I'm sorry, thanks a bit Oh, dear Something wrong, Mommy?
1: Your mother stayed awake half the night worrying Because we haven't heard from Aunt Effie
0: She talked to her long distance from Mexico City New Year's Eve
2: Yes, but the connection was bad I couldn't hear her and she couldn't hear us I, I really do I just think it's very funny that she hasn't written Two whole weeks now since she eloped with Mr. Whittaker Keeping it all secret from us Which in itself, I think, is very funny Very she told specific. me, and I kept
0: secret, too yeah, I know, and why she should tell you and not us
2: How long did you
1: know it, Bessie? When did she tell you?
0: Funny she's asking me that, Daddy But I don't remember I just saw that one day I walked in when her nephew was on the phone And I heard her say Well, I could meet you in Chicago And then she saw me and she got all funny Well, you, you never told me that I guess I forgot
1: Well, did you say anything to Aunt Effie?
0: Yes. Did you know she was talking to Mr. Whittaker? Oh, yes, because she was laughing in that funny way and acting sort of smoochy-like. The way she did in Europe when Mr. Whittaker was with (laughs) us. She doesn't
1: listen much, does she? (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, what what did you say to her?
0: I said, gee, are you meeting Mr. Whittaker in Chicago? And she acted all funny and said, you and Aunt Effie are going to have a secret. Then she said she was going to marry him, and I had to promise not to tell you. And I didn't, did I? (laughs) no.
2: You certainly
0: didn't. I wish you had.
1: For Pete's sake, haven't we been trying to teach Betsy that a promise is a promise, a secret is a secret? Yes, oh. I
2: know, I know, but I, I'm, I'm worried about Aunt Effie. I, I really am. Hasn't it occurred to you, dear, that really we know nothing about this Mr. Alvin Whittaker? Nothing. All we know is that he seemed to be a nice man that we met in Europe.
1: Oh, Yeah. Yeah, well, look, if you get a letter from Aunt Effie in the mail today, give me a call at the office, huh? Yes, Miss Healy. Oh, yes, yes, put her on. Well, hi, dear. Has the mail come? Huh? Oh. Well, maybe there'll be a letter tomorrow. What? No... No, no, I never did have Mr. Whitaker's address. Thought you and Aunt Effie had it. You don't have it? Well, he was from Montana. I know that. He was always talking about the grain and feed business he had back in Montana. Well, I don't remember the name of the town. Some Indian name, wasn't it? For Pete's sake. You sure? Now, now look, calm down. Look, calm down, will you? I'll come home as early as I can. <laughs>
0: Daddy, can we have dinner soon? I'm just starved. Yes, yes, dear. I, I'm getting it. Oh,
1: getting it. hi, hi, everybody. Wouldn't you know I'd get tied up? Sorry I'm so late. Look, what, what did you find out about... <laughs> <laughs>
2: huh? <laughs> uh, you go on in the living room and keep an eye on Bobby, would you, darling? Oh. He's in his playpen. Yes, I know he's in his playpen, but you're supposed to be watching him now for mommy. According oh, to all schedule. right. Go on. But let's have dinner soon. I'm so hungry. Well, all right, dear. We will. I didn't want you to say anything in front of Oh, ever. no, no.
1: Well, what did you find out?
2: There apparently is no such town as Otombe, Montana. After I couldn't find it in the Atlas, I checked with the public library, and then I called the AAA. There is no town in Montana named Otombe.
1: Were you sure you had the right name?
2: When we got back from Europe, Aunt Effie wrote to Mr. Whittaker, and I mailed a letter, and it seemed to me that was the town I saw in the address. I just happened to glance at it, because as you said, you know, it was both our recollections that it was an Indian name.
1: Well, did you notice how it was spelled? Maybe you're not spelling it right.
2: Oh, oh, Tombee, O-T-O-M-B-E-E. Now, maybe there's only one E at the end, you know, but even so, there seems to be no town in Montana that even sounds like that. Well, there
1: must be one if Aunt Effie wrote to him.
2: Now, wait a minute. Come to think of it, I didn't see that on her letter to him. I saw his address... In her address book, he hasn't been in Montana after we after got back from Europe. I remember now, Aunt Effie said he was visiting somebody in Omaha, Nebraska or someplace, his brother or something, and that is where she has been writing to him.
1: Ah, the plot thickens.
2: Well, I don't think it's funny. I really don't. I've been frantic all day. I think we should notify the police. The police? I think Aunt Effie is in the in the clutches of an adventure or maybe worse.
1: Oh, come on. Now, we both liked Mr. Whittaker very much. Of
2: course we did. He saw to it that we liked him. He was charming. He was generous. He was good company. But look how he lapsed onto us and just took over. Now, you just remember that. You commented on it yourself. Renting a car so we could see more of Italy. Insisting that he pay for it because he so enjoyed our company. Look how he flattered Aunt Effie. Took her out to dinner. Sent her flowers. And all the time acting like a man who has plenty of money.
1: Now, wait a minute. Now, come on. He he didn't act like that at all. In fact, he, he acted a little tight with his money, if you'll remember. Remember how he read up on Pompeii and Mount Vesuvius so we could save money by not having a guide?
2: Of course. Yeah. He was smart enough to know that's typical of people who do have money. They're the ones who are a little tight with it.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, by golly,
2: that's true. Huh? Hmm. Well, I've gotten myself in such a stew over this. I, I, you know, I, I may be exaggerating, but I... No, I no, think no, I no, wait. Some, I'm trying to
1: think there's something to what you say. Except if it's true, why should he want to marry Aunt Effie?
2: For her money. She, she hasn't got any money. She owns that house with Aunt Martha, and she has some savings. Also, I remember an article I read once uh, that said that this. this man just went around marrying lonesome women and then taking them out, taking out insurance policies on them, and then... Murdering them? Oh, Murder. well. That's I... what this, this. was true. This
1: oh, was I a true No, this no, no. I mean that's ridiculous. Well, I... but this
2: this man I read about was also handsome, charming, and everybody adored him. And he always got the women to elope with him, and not tell their families where they were going, pretending it was more romantic. And then they just disappeared.
1: Well, look, we know that's Aunt Effie's in Mexico City. She phoned us from there.
2: That was last Thursday night. Heaven knows where she is now. All right, all right. I know I've got a wild imagination, but I I can't... No, no, no. I was just
1: wondering why now, after two weeks, you suddenly got suspicious.
2: Well, when I woke up last night and couldn't sleep, and I, I just felt uneasy about Aunt Effie, and then I realized why
1: I did. Why?
2: Well, I might understand if she hasn't taken time to write us a long letter, but not even a postcard. And if you recall in Europe, Aunt Effie was always writing postcards to everybody she'd ever known so they'd be sure to know she was in Europe.
1: Yeah, yeah, she sure
2: did. Well, knowing that about her, isn't it strange that nobody, nobody has received a postcard from Aunt Effie from Mexico City? Not even her best friend, Miss Jensen. I called her today.
0: What are we going to eat and starve In a few minutes, dear.
2: What do you think about calling the police? Well, I... I let
1: me think about it until after dinner. <laughs>
0: Right to sleep, dear. Oh, I will,
1: Mommy. Good night, Daddy. Uh, good night, sweetheart. You don't want Betsy to think anything's wrong. You want to calm down a bit. You're nervous as a cat all through dinner.
2: I know it, I know it, I know it. I just can't help thinking of how awful Aunt Effie will feel if it turns out that Mr. Whittaker is, you know, just a well, an adventure. Something name I can think of. Poor thing should be so humiliated. Yeah, well, it's
1: better to be humiliated than dead. i we'd we better call the police, you're right, and the, and the sooner the better. Well,
2: I was thinking at dinner, maybe we ought to wait. Look, you're the one who I wanted... know, but if we do give the police a description of them and all that, and everything is all right, and if he would never forgive us if Mr. Whittaker's dragged off to jail in Mexico City, with neither of them speaking Spanish probably, they might get involved in all sorts of official red tape and on that their mm, honeymoon, yeah.
1: you know. Yeah, yeah, well, I bet that'd be something. Well, what do you think?
2: Well, I don't know. I just don't know what to why don't we wait and see if we hear from her tomorrow. What do you think about all that? All right. All right, okay. Go.
1: Let's drop the subject and relax. Where's the evening paper? On
2: the
1: coffee table. Oh what? What? What do you what did you think of now?
2: Oh! What if Addy is really married?
1: Oh, crook. Don't worry about that. She's married all right, even if he's a crook. Knowing Aunt Effie, everything would be in writing before she ever stepped foot on an airplane with a man. He
2: could have forged a license and had somebody disguised as a, as a minister, couldn't he? I mean, oh, I, well, I've honey, read about no, things really. like that. No, but darling,
1: not a chance. Look, Aunt Effie may have her head in the clouds, but when it comes to making sure she's legally married, she had her feet planted squarely on the ground. Don't kid yourself. I know Aunt <laughs> Effie too I well. So.
2: Well... Maybe I'll hear from her tomorrow. Then we'll just feel silly about all this. Yeah,
1: <laughs> you sure. You, tell we tell probably her. will. Now, come on, honey. Relax, will <laughs> yeah. you? Yeah, yeah. I'll give you a part of the paper. Oh,
0: all right. Give
1: you a nice warm
2: <laughs> <laughs> You always do.
0: Uh,
2: goodness. I hope when Betsy grows up. She doesn't elope. What if she's underage and we don't like him at all and... And then she has a baby.
1: Look, read the paper, come? will you? For heaven's sake, let's worry about that when the time comes.
2: <laughs> yes, all right,
1: dear. All right. <laughs> One week old tonight. Something refreshingly new evenings on CBS Radio. Double your pleasure. Identical twins. The singing Boyd sisters, Joan and Jane, are now heard with their engaging song stylings every Monday through Friday evening and Sundays for good measure. Six times a week, you're invited to these sessions, short and sweet, of double your pleasure. Celebrate their singing party with Joan and Jane Boyd tonight when they mark the opening of their second week on CBS Radio. (laughs) The couple next door stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunt.